You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so look, I don't know if you know this, but Russia has 11 time zones. Like, y'all don't realize how big Russia is. It's it, like, you gotta remember, it's the 11 time. America got three, four if you count Hawaii, which I guess is America, you know what I'm saying? So, but mainland America, it's only three time zones. Russia got 11. Y'all, do you understand how big that must be? I heard on this other show uh, called The Take, it's an Al Jazeera pod. The comparison was like the distance from tip of Russia all the way to the Pacific Ocean is the same distance from Russia to Chicago. Russia that big. Which would mean that you can't control that from one place. That means your legend got to be way larger than your actual pull. And how you do that, I mean, I mean, remember, this is hood politics. You get respect through fear. I mean, you could try to earn everybody love, but sometimes power to, I mean, everybody up under you just as hungry as you are. But if they scared, that's a different story. So you got to have shooters that got shooters. They got to know that you like, look, I wish... I wish one of you jokers would. I don't care how long I've known you. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you I don't care what you've been on. Don't don't bring don't you don't want to smoke with me. Like I saw a clip with a old clip of, of Gucci. He's like, look, man, now nah, bring it to me. I'm with all that. I'm with all that. You got the right one. <laughs> because uh oh, if you don't get it, the old phrase used to be like, hey man, you got the wrong one. I am not the one. You know what I'm saying? Which is usually the warning to be like, hey, don't play with me. Like, I- I'm a- I'm gonna break you. He's like, no, nigga. Like, he just put a twist on it. Like, no, I'm the right one. I love this. I can't wait to wipe y'all out. I want it all. 
I want the smoke. I mean, Moscow is just one city in a place that's, it's so big. Like, how do you control it? You got to be scared of me. You got to know I'll poison you. I'll throw you out a window. But sometimes, yo, it be your own people. Ain't that right, Vlad? Uh, politics, y'all. All right, y'all, welcome to another Cry Me a River episode. Nobody knew, at least I didn't know, this was going to be like my Fast and Furious uh, franchise. This F10 out this mug. Too fast, too furious. You feel me? Um, it's about family. Where <laughs> I still swear that the Fast and Furious, they done lost the thread a long time ago. Just physics don't matter. Nor does storyline. You know, we just going to drop drop a car we're gonna attach a car to a helicopter nigga like you know like what are we doing guys what are we doing we're gonna save the world with our fast cars <laughs> anyway cry me a river i don't know what number this is this this the it be your own people because man have you ever heard that phrase answer me i'll wait Oh, wait, this is a one directional conversation. You know, it's just essentially like, you know, when your old old folk, when they crack the joke, when they drag you, when they take you out, you be like, dang, it be your own people. Now, I don't know if you know this, but the police don't be solving crimes. I'm pretty sure you know this. The police don't be preventing crime either. The police looking for somebody who know what's happening and try to convince them to snitch. They don't saw, don't let CSI fool you. The, the, <laughs> the police don't solve nothing. And if you go into one of them crime labs, you know, where they looking at DNA analysis, you expecting to see somebody gorgeous inside of that thing in a full face of makeup, like CSI Miami will tell you. I hope you understand that that is not how that lab look with the cool neon lights in the back. You feel me? Like, come on, y'all. You that's that ain't how it go. And I, again, I need you to understand the police don't solve nothing. It's always your own people. That's who take you out every time. But if you can scare your own people enough, maybe they'll think twice about what they doing. I saw this clip with 50. Now, some of y'all may think that's an old nigga. And he old. But the legend of his gangster and the, the continual prowess in it is, it's just, it's so great. So... He was in this interview and the thought was, okay, it, the interviewer was like, yo, if you if you hit me, like if you slap me in the face, nigga, it's up. This is what I'm going to do. I'm like, I'm about to be rich. I'm going to go tell my other homies to slap me more and I'm going to say you did it. And I'm going to pay them a little bit to slap me more say you did it. We all going to get rich. And 50 was like, listen, that don't bother me at all because this is what I do. I'll go find your own homies and pay them the total of what you would have paid all of them collectively. I'll just pay them individually that number. And then all of a sudden, nobody remembers anything. Do you know what I'm saying? He said, listen, he, then, he, then he got real serious. And it's so, like in the most New York passion, he goes, hey, man, how, how much you think it costs today to get somebody murdered? And he just kind of like cleans his teeth real quick. And he was just like about five, six thousand dollars. 
And like, like you have to understand, like, fools will put you under the ground for a PS4. Not even a five. You, I mean, you in the right hood. And, and like, you understand, like, a four could still, could do it. A Nintendo Switch could do it. Couple bands, all your, a couple bands, your mans will forget everything. That's your boy. That's your hood. That's your homie you grew up with. What do you, what do you, what do you, what, what y'all, what y'all making them up? How many, you know, you, you pushing away for him. How much, you, how much, what's your cut? You get that? All right, nigga, I'll pay you double. Murder this nigga. Like, it's just, there's no, it's just bread. I don't care who you signed up for. It's just bread. So I know you hear goons in them like real niggas. A lot of these young rappers or even them OG rappers. You got to remember them old rappers, them 90s rappers, them 90s gangsters. They cut from a different cloth. Like they believed in something like they different. And of course, you got some exceptions where you got young dudes out here. That's like, you know, I bleed for this rag. I bleed for this color. Like niggas have died for this. You know what I'm saying? So there are still a small remnant of dudes that are out here like that. But that ain't the normal case. If the bread right, that's you. they get into the bag. You can't just believe that these niggas is like down for the car. I don't care how long y'all been honies. You can't, you can't believe just that, that everybody just is bought into the cause. Everybody with the shits, they get into the bag. I mean, that's, that's just the rule. So you got to keep them niggas happy. You got to keep them on payroll. And if they step out of line... You can't just threaten to take their money out. You got to threaten to take their money, their life, their family life, their children. Like, nigga, you got to get out this hood. Because as the homie D Smoke say, one call and the nigga's going hydroplane. You know what I'm saying? Basically, he's like, nigga, if you get out of line, I can make one call. And I don't, I don't care about your toddler, nigga. Like, I don't care about none of your baby's mamas. They all finna be childless. Like, there are some niggas that just don't care so you have to be able to convince these people that you like gucci i'm with it all you chose the right one don't do not step out of line because you can't always count on you got your people that signed up for it you can count on them to an extent but then you got to have some people that's like no nigga pay me right and if the bread right i do whatever you need me to do but you gotta know that if somebody else got the bread nigga We'll do that too. But if you the type of leader where where your mans could actually turn on you, oh, you done shown weakness. Them niggas is taking notes. I mean, why wouldn't they? Now we know you can get touched. I mean, we all know you can get touched, but now we know. Okay, how long your reign is? It's a matter of time. It's a grand opening and a grand closing. Nobody up forever. So if that's the case, then you better have a succession plan set up if you build a whole, you build the whole thing around you, around your personality, you ain't got no succession plan set, set up, bruh, then that means it's easy to topple this whole thing. I just got to get you out the way. And everybody got a price. Now, here's where the dope crossover comes in. Jake Hanrahim, he got a new show out called Russian Oligarch, right? Because, you know, he be doing that, them deep cuts uh, journalism. And he like, look, man, there's these Russian oligarchs that keep dying. They keep falling out of first story windows. Now, you heard what I said. They falling out of first story windows. How you fall out of a first story window and die? Because 
you could fill in the blank. Why you think they dying? I think I know. <laughs> I think you know too. So, these are those fair warnings to those who feel like they may have something to say to old Vlad. Like the homie legally high calling Big Bang P, you know what I'm saying? Just in case you thinking about letting something come out of your mouth, you should ask what happened to, you know, to old Sasha over here, you feel me? Sasha been an oligarch, his, his, his family been nobility in Russia since, you know, Tsar Alexander. That nigga dead now, I don't know what happened. I, I heard he fell out of a window, uh, right? This nigga Putin won one election by 80%, you know what I'm saying? Oh, word, you won by 80%? Yeah, yeah, maybe keep your mouth shut about him. But if you keep them goons around you, you know what I'm saying? At some point, one of them niggas might be like, you know what, I'm kind of tired of this shit. I'm tired, like, I'm a shot caller myself, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm somewhat of a gangster myself. Like, I don't understand why I got to keep playing it low with you. And oftentimes, when they get that close to you and they goons, they see how messy you are. You know, when you, when you know where the body is buried, you know, you at some point, like, things might start changing. I mean, that's, you know, look... I don't, I don't, I look, I see what you presenting to the world and I get it. I'm with it. You feel me? But like, I know where you lay your head. I know your weaknesses. I, nigga, I know this shit. Like, so don't, like, look, don't bring that energy to me, homeboy. Like, I'm different. To which, if you the boss, you need to respond. Like, okay, well, let's just see how different you are. So let's, let's get to it. Let's talk about the Wagner group. Y'all ready? Boom. V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? Yes. This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway listening to the B-52s. 
looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So look, so a few weeks back, uh, there was somewhat of a mutiny. The Wagner Group, which I'm about to explain who they were, they decided to turn their forces away from the Ukraine and back towards Moscow. So they was they was they was marching and really had very little, very little resistance on their way there. Now, your next question should be, if you wasn't watching TV, who is the Wagner? What is the Wagner Group? Well, the Wagner Group is. They hired guns. Uh, remember I told you, you had you got your crew, you got your squad, but then you got them dudes that are like, we here for the bag and we crazy. We're them, them the niggas you just pay. Like, where it's like, I need y'all to go out there and just be brawlers. I'll pay y'all though. You feel me? Now, I don't know if you know this, but private armies are a thing for nations. We, you know we have one, right? You know who run it is... Betsy DeVos's brother. Yeah, Betsy DeVos, the, the the Department of Education lady. Her brother owned, <laughs> owned an army. Now, you would ask yourself, but I thought the armed forces was something noble. And, 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 you know, you sign up, we have four, you know, and our brave troops out there, you know, protecting our freedoms. Now, I don't know if you know this. You might. I figure you pretty politically savvy if you listen to my show. But if you don't know, let me put you on. When America says we've only had 10 casualties and this was a success, they're reporting on people actually in the armed forces. However, it's not our actual armed forces are the only people out there. This man, Eric Prince, who is Betsy DeVos's brother, has an army out there that are the U.S. government contracts with. So when you say only 10, we only had 10 American casualties, you only reporting on the armed forces. You're not reporting on how many other Americans died that was part of Eric Prince's army. So they get to say, they get to tell us, like, because that's all they have to do. Because remember, you're a private company. Well, I mean, if y'all die out there, that's, I mean, that's different. Like, that's your company. You supposed to report on that. We ain't got to report on that. So when they get on the news and be like, yo, this was a success. We had very little American casualties. No, you had very little armed forces casualties. The other 400,000 people that died. Now, of course, that's an exaggeration. But we'll make it more feasible. The other 350 to 1,000 
men and women that that died in the line of duty weren't in the line of duty. They just worked for this private mercenary. So when you commit crimes against humanity, when you uh, do these horrible Geneva code breaking military atrocities, when you breaking into houses and burning food's houses and taking women and children and eating their food, you know, marching your mud all off their rug. Well, that's not that's not the U.S. military. You, you, y- y'all following me? Do you know how good it is for army? Like, again, take it to the streets. That I don't know them niggas. That's not mine. They ain't one of ours. I mean, them niggas, but they, them niggas is brawlers. Like, they just, they the homies. I mean, but I don't control them. They not on the set. I mean, right? I mean, come on. Is it? It's brilliant. You just hire an army. So the Wagner Group is an army that Russia has used a ton of times. It's a private mercenary army. I mean, and they are guilty of trillions of crimes against humanity in Africa, in Iran, in the Middle East. I mean, just disgusting movie level, like 90s movie level villains. Just a a mission impossible. Just think of the corniest, most cliche evil villain atrocities that's what that's that's what you do right you you just you just do that anyway so the leader of this group is this guy named Pergosian now Pergosian from the hood let me let me light y'all up about Pergosian okay uh Pergosian I'm not gonna say his name right because I don't speak Russian I'll be trying I'm sorry I don't mean to be disrespectful let me line y'all up about this nigga So y'all got to know his backstory to understand how he even connected with old Vlad. So check this out. Goes from the hood. I mean, stick up kid, just a street dude, robberies, went to jail for murder, right? He did time for murder and nigga, he murdered this old lady with a knife. Do you know how crazy you got to be to murder somebody with a knife? That's up close. Like, so he, he from the block. Right. So, of course, he owns an army. Now, he um, became wealthy. How he become wealthy? Well, he used to have his hot dog stand. Y'all listening to me? This nigga was outside, you know, selling their lotes. You feel me? He was out there like hot dog, hot dog, hot dog, hot dog. Right. He was outside selling hot dogs, which I said it like that because that's some West Coast shit. But he was just outside on the corner selling hot dogs. And one story about how he got wealthy is uh, he saved money from that, opened up a restaurant and then he started then he went from the restaurant to the catering but when he had the dope little hot dog restaurant a young shooter that was a part of the KGB who was like really a a, a, a talented upshot used to come over there all the time named Vladimir Putin and Vladimir really liked homeboy and as Vladimir went up he was like dude I'm gonna call the homeboy I remember from the streets man they come come cater these parties so he used to cater all the birthdays he got a little nickname that he was or Vladimir's cook that was a little nickname. You talking about, man? You, you talking about the chef, the cook? Nigga, the cook got a cook got an army? What a cook from the hood. So some believe one story is that's how he became wealthy. He came up, like saved his money from the hot dog stand, built a built a catering business, and then he bought an army. <laughs> now he and look, it real ones stick together, no new friends. 
They've been friends that long. So when 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 Vlad got up, he got up. Or the other story is, which I most tend to believe, because I know hood niggas, is he got rich from gambling. This nigga used to run casinos. And guess who was in charge of the ministry of gambling? Who used to be over the casinos in Russia? Oh, my homeboy Vladimir. So here's what I think. It's both to see all of the above. Because if you listen, you gotta have you gotta have both happening. You never know which one of these licks is gonna land. You know what I'm saying? I think it's both. And for y'all to think as for some of this like normal mainstream media to think that it's one or the other means like, oh nigga, y'all not from the streets. It's, no, listen, it's both. Okay? Man, every hood entrepreneur I know had another business. You know what I'm saying? That was like, oh, nigga, I'm a plumber. Oh, yeah, no, nah, I be doing construction. I got this thing, you know, where I be, uh, you know, I, 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 send, I send the homies out to go. Like, okay, okay, cool. Then we'll we'll go with that. Oh, nigga, you flip, you flip sneakers on eBay? Oh, word? Okay, yeah. Nah, I got this little vending machine thing popping off. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just, you know, I just, I, I got these vending machines. You know what I'm saying? That's what I be doing, trying to come up. Okay, word. I got you. Anyway... Progrosian runs runs this uh this Wagner group. The Wagner group said a few weeks ago for y'all, I'm about tired of this shit. We out here dying, nigga. Y'all got us out here with you got like y'all look, look, rewind the clock a little bit. Remember, Vlad thought this was gonna be a weekend trip, taking out Ukraine. It sent the B team, sent the sent the JV squad and was like, oh, we good. We'll just, we'll be, we'll be back for, you know, we could golf on Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? It'll be over. They was not ready. They was not ready. Fades was requested and fades was given. And then, then you ain't realize that, you know, Ukraine had more heart than a little bit. They was with the shits. They was out here scrapping, right? And they was like, oh, damn, we better spend the, send the big homies. They sent the big, you know, Russia sent the big homies out and they was getting their ass beat. How was they getting their ass beat, nigga? Because they're not trained. And they out here fighting with, with weapons from 1970. You know what I'm saying? And according to Vlad, he like, well, I'm fighting the entire West. Damn, man. Like, it's just me against the world. It's Russia versus everybody. They got the new T-shirts out right now. He like, damn, how am I going to win? But you got to remember, again, Russia the size of 11 time zones. So you could just meat grind every man you got. Just send them out there. So guess what he was doing? He instituted a draft. He throwing out here, yo, grandpa with the gout. Nigga, you ever shot a gun? You ever seen a gun? You ever drew a picture of it? You ever smelled it? You know somebody that's ever thought about a gun? Here, here go one. Go out there and fight this war. Where we going? I don't know. The drill sergeant will tell you. He was sending us out here with your Uncle Larry with the bad hip. And you mad at the results? That's what Progrosian and him is saying. It's like, nigga, I got these... I mean, it's only so much of us, bro. And who he mad at because he's not dumb. He looking at Vlad because you remember Vlad throw people out of first story windows. He like, I'm mad at the Ministry of Defense. Damn OD. Y'all not sending us no weapons. No, no, no. You cool, Vlad. You, you cool. It's your boy. It be your own people, Vlad. That's what he's saying. Your boy out here tripping, man. And he like, look, I'm sorry, bro. Don't be mad at me, homeboy. I'm supposed to be out here doing this thing, fighting this thing. But your boy, now your boy, your boy fucking up. He not helping me get the things I need to get. That was his first argument. 
Then the argument grew once it caught a little wave, right? And the wave he started, then it became just a whole populist vote. It's the elites. Not you, Vlad, you cool. Because he not dumb. It's the elites. Y'all just out here, you know what I'm saying? You expecting all the results. None of y'all want to come fight. So it's this whole like populist argument knowing full well he wanted a populist. He doing the Trump thing where it's like, ah, it's the rich elites. I'm like, nigga, you are a rich elite. But either way, and the people of Russia is like, man, listen, it's not that we on your side, but I mean, absolutely. You know, I mean, but yeah, you right. I mean, it's fuck them. If you're going to screw with them, I guess, I guess that's dope. So check this out. He was like, all right, you know what, man, fuck this. We headed to Moscow. So the final straw was, again, you got us out here looking like herbs, and I'm not finna keep doing this. I don't take L's. But then he say his troops got attacked when the Ministry of Defense ordered an airstrike. And according to Progrosian, the Ministry of Defense don't like how I'm talking. I'm making them look bad in front of their boss. I'm not making you look bad, nigga. You are bad. The Ministry of Defense is like, if you don't shut your ass up, man, you uh, you don't even go here. You just, we pay you to be here and stop talking shit about our guys. You know, you need to chill, bro. I think you think you cool just because you and Vlad go back. But nigga, don't think you can't get touched. That's the Ministry of Defense. It's like, you, man, shut your whole ass up. Nigga, if you don't have several seats, you know what, I man? Look, we weak, we playing, we don't know what it is. We not with the shits. Watch this. Boom, airstrike. That's that's maybe. But we know for a fact that that's the Ministry of Defense's attitude where it's like they all looking at Vlad being like, we lose it because of this nigga. He like, we lose it because of this nigga. Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV. 
on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, if you Vladimir Putin, there's a couple ways you got to play this if you're going to stay on top. Because right now it seems like, oh, it's, it's look like it's disloyalty among the camp, homie. What's wrong with your wrong with your soldiers, homie? You can't get your soldiers to get along. So if you if you Ukraine, you got a big old bag of popcorn watching this, shaking them like sunflower seeds out here, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Check it, check it, check it, check it, check it. Like shaking your sunflower seeds like dice, popping them in your mouth. You feel me? Like... Let's see what's good, homie. Y'all better figure this shit out, man. Out here making memes about how y'all can't get along. So if you if you Vlad, you know everybody watching. How you play this? You can't keep your hoes in check? I mean, because that's what it looked like to us. You can't keep your hoes in check. Or you play the game like, don't worry about it, homie. It's all under control. Yeah, I, I got my hoes in check. You know, sometimes, sometimes the bitches don't get along. You feel me? You know, and we just got to see what's good. You feel me? Y'all work this out. I want to see you guys work this out. Now, y'all, y'all work this out now. Like, okay, no reason to be rude. Now, let me now let me hear what you got to say. You played a big daddy role where it's like, don't worry about it, y'all. Like, I got it. Let me let me hear what they talking about. Oh, okay, you 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 mad you ain't get your toy. Does that is that not you don't feel you don't feel loved? Okay, now look at your friend, look at the Ministry of Defense, tell them how you feel. Now, Ministry of Defense, how does that make you gotta play it like you running things? And at the same time being like, well, y'all, you know, if you don't figure this shit out, you, you dying, right? Because I, I noticed neither one of you are blaming me because you got more sense than that. I mean, that's just what happened, right? So they trying to work it out. Finally, Pagrosian him and is like, man, fuck this. So they start rolling out. They march. They march on their way to uh to Moscow. So they first hit this city called uh Rastabond. Rastab. Rasta Bandan, something like that. Either way, it sounded like Rasta to me, and I was like, this is great. Took over a military base over there. And again, you got to remember, niggas that got recruited to fight for the Russian army ain't soldiers. They, they just dudes. You pull them niggas out the bar, they got the Modelo bellies. You feel me? They was like, well, shit. I mean, I, whatever, nigga. Like, do you. They done moved through that. 
Russian, Russian army, the ones that was really with the shits, tried to get them. They done shot down a helicopter. Y'all listening to me? <laughs> these Wagner group hired guns. Like you hire these goons, but then you remember they goons, right? <laughs> they shot, they shot some jets out the sky on the way to Moscow. Now, the next question is, what was your plan when you if you if you actually got to Moscow? What was gonna be your plan? And really, like the military, the police, nobody was really stopping them. They was almost like, oh, okay, nigga, like, I mean. I mean, we low-key kind of don't fucking fool neither. So if you could pull out, like, I'm not finna do it, but if you could pull it off, it's been 40 years we've been dealing with this nigga. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I mean... And then the rest of the world was like, yo, is this... Do we finally see a kink in Vladimir's armor? Is he finally showing weakness? Is it finally... Could it be a brand new day? Because it it looked like a rebellion. It looked like a military rebellion. And, pla- and, and check this out. Here's where it got crazy. Putin ain't say shit. Where this nigga at? When he finally popped out, he wasn't even at the Kremlin. So then niggas was like, oh shit, you scared. Wait, this nigga scared? And he even got on the camera and was like, nah, fam, I condemn this. Like, I don't play this shit. You go, nah, y'all gonna have to chill. And he then I'm I'm now we don't know what happens. It's like the screen goes black and then it pops back up. And Prigozhin, nigga, the street nigga that owns an army. A nigga that got almost all the way goddamn to Moscow, who shot down, killed, killed a thousand, killed a thousand troops, shot down two military grade planes, which are not cheap. Russia ain't got, they ain't got money to spare on their tools. Shot them down. All of a sudden it's like, it's all good. Changed my mind. I'll just go to Belarus. Nigga, what? You, you you had him on the nigga like you had him in the corner. You um what are you doing, bro? This shit could have been over, cuz. Ah, let's go to Belarus. Now I have no idea what happened there, unless Russia decides to tell us. But I've been saying this since hood politics was just a section of the Red Couch podcast. The question always, and somebody in power like that is, are you a killer? You have to ask yourself, is Putin a killer? And I think the resounding answer is, si, senor, absolutely. Nigga, don't ever, I can't believe it was even a question. Putin's a killer. Would he kill his own homeboy? A nigga he known since since they was both foot soldiers. Will you take somebody like Prigozhin who like, I ain't look, I'm from the hood, homie. I done already done time. You fucking up my money now. You got me out here losing wars. But I'm not mad at you, though. I'm mad at the Ministry of Defense, which, of course, is cap. We all know that's cap. But he said it's 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 a march towards freedom. All of a sudden, this man strikes a deal. Uh, who been, listen, that's his ace bone cone, strikes a deal to go to Belarus, essentially in exile. And then Putin tell the rest of the army, like, or the rest of his, his Wagner group army, which again, you have to understand, they running wars all over the world right now. This ain't the only place they at. Them nigga got sets everywhere, committing horrendous crimes against humanity everywhere. He said, hey, yo, 
Y'all could join up with us or you could just go back home or you can go down to Belarus. Choice is yours, bro. I'll, I'll honor it. Why don't you go on, like, go on to Belarus? That's exile. Y'all understand that, right? Pogosian's a jillionaire that owns an army. And rather than pulling the trigger, he chose exile. What does that tell you about Vlad's power? Is there really a question? Because I'm going to speculate the same way you're going to speculate. Again, oligarchs are getting thrown out of windows. I thought, and I'll be honest with you, I thought the demise, and me and and Robert thought, I thought the, the, the final demise of Vladimir Putin will be if he continues to fuck up the money. That's what I thought. And I still low-key kind of believe that. But I thought the who controlled the money was the oligarchs. I thought they would eventually be like, all right, fuck this. Now, my gross and wild and unfounded speculation was it was them oligarchs that was talking to Prigozhin. Like, nigga, I think there's a part of it. And they, again, probably cut a check. I also think it's complicated. I think this, this nigga Prigozhin don't like losing. And you got me out here looking like a herb. I also know he from the street. He know better than to talk shit about Vladimir Putin. He been here the whole time. And nigga know where the bodies are. Are you really going to be able to take him out? I'm pretty sure he's seen a bunch of people try to take Vlad out. He been around forever. But also he like, man, I'm from the streets because I run, I run an army. I'm done with this shit. You're not finna keep playing games with me. He might have been just done. So let me guess what happened off, off, off camera. But before I do, you got to hear uh, Belarus's side. Now, you let Mevyshenko tell it. That's the leader of Belarus over there. You let Mevyshenko tell it. He's seen all this going down. He tapped in with Prigozhin and was like, look, homie, listen, dog, I know you upset, but listen, you don't want the smoke. And according to him, uh, Prigozhin was like, no, I'm with all that. I won't, no, I want the smoke, man, nah. I'm, I'm done with this shit. You're going to stop making me look like, no, nigga, I want it. And Medvedchenko was like, listen, dog, you don't want it. Look, let me talk to, let me talk to, uh, let me talk to Vlad. Let me talk to big homie Vlad, man. Let me see what's up. I'm like, man, no, fuck that. I ain't talking. I'm done talking. Let me talk to him, homie. And according to him, he pulled up on Vlad like, listen, dog, this a bad look, big homie. Like, I'm trying to tell you, man, maybe like, like, let's just, let's just calm this thing down. Look, I'll take him. You feel me? Like I'll, I'll, I'll let him, let him come here. I'll make sure everything all right. But like, dog, you don't, you don't, you don't need this. And according to him, he talked both of them down, which is a great story to tell. Cause now you look like a boss. You look like you, you tapped in. But the thing is with this whole story where all of it is like, I know none of y'all want to look like punks. But we know you, I mean, that y'all can't convince Vladimir nothing. Maybe you can. But for years, you've been kind of like just riding old Vlad's coattails for a while, big dog. But like, I don't know. That's a great story. That's a great story to be like, look, man, I, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me broker this piece. I don't know, though. I wasn't there. I think it might be a combo of both. But here's part of what I think. I think you could guess already. Vlad looked his homeboy in the face and he was like, you going to stop this. And he was probably like, listen, Mephyshenko, come get your boy. Hey, come get your man. 
Because I'm done with this shit. You got two choices, big homie. I think you should make the right one. I think Pagosian made the choice that any logical person would make. I think it's best you go and take your ball and go back home, go somewhere, find, start you a new life, homeboy, in Belarus, and uh, start planting you some fruits and veggies. Go be a farmer out there, nigga. Don't come back to the hood. You lucky my little homie being cool about it. Because I might listen. Because if I even, if somebody even foam their lips to bring you up one more time, if I even smell your cologne anywhere around here, I think that's what he told him. But I also know Belarus scared of Putin too. So if Putin call him, send him to Belarus, let him live there for a year. And then all of a sudden, man, y'all hear about the guy from the Wagner group, the Wagner group, I already got food poisoning. I don't know what happened, man. I heard he fell out of a window. Nigga, exile ain't exile when you a gangster like Putin. And then Putin got to get back on the camera and be like, listen, everything's fine. Everything's under control. This is actually good for us. <laughs> oh, the mutiny that almost happened? The chaos among your army, that's, that's good for us? The fact that even your own team is like, we can't win this shit. Like, you're not even, we're not even prepared. And he's like, well, listen. The Ukrainian forces thought that bickering among us would destroy us, but it only made us stronger. Out here singing Kelly Clarkson, what don't kill us makes us stronger. That's his little, <laughs> that's what he get on camera and tell everybody. Like, nah, it's all good, bro. Listen, this makes us better. And listen, I will, I will navigate us through all this. And we're going to win. We are Russian strong. We're, we'll be good. We're made of vodka and sub-zero temperatures. We'll be good. That's how he go try to spin it, and that's how he is spinning it. But I tell you what, we actually thought, you know what I'm saying? Look, Goja was feeling froggy, and it all of a sudden changed his mind. Just like 50 Cent say, it's crazy how people start, you know, how their memories go. Man, you just, you kind of forget, like, all of a sudden, your memory and your sight, like, you wasn't, man, I don't remember, like, I don't think I saw that. All of a sudden, your, your eyes get bad. Man, that's weird how your eyes get bad sometimes. Tapped in with gangsters, homeboy. Can't feel too froggy. But yeah, Vlad, I feel you. It be your own people, don't it? Hood <laughs> politics, y'all. You know, I don't know why I ain't thought of this before, but you know, you could use promo code HOOD for 15% off on terraformcoldbrew.com. Like, I forgot I own that company and this is my pod. Y'all go ahead and punch in promo code HOOD if you in the cold brew. And get you some cold brew. Go and get you some coffee. Y'all, like, I can't believe I ain't thinking this till right now.
go, yo, this thing right here was recorded by me, Propaganda, in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, California. This thing was mixed, edited, mastered, and scored by the one and only Matt Osowski. Y'all, check out this fool's music. I mean, it's incredible. Executive produced by Sophie Lichterman for Cool Zone Media. Man, and thank you for everybody who continue to tap in with us. Make sure you leave in reviews and five-star ratings and sharing it with the homies so we could get this thing pushed up in the algorithm and listen i just want to remind you these people is not smarter than you if you understand city living you understand politics we'll see you next week Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.